Hello and welcome back to the What The Derf Show. My name's Freddie, and in this episode, we get into a bunch of different things, including the movie or Broadway production Hamilton, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but Noemi loves it and can listen to that soundtrack on repeat, like, forever. And she's also got a crush on two of the, no, three of the actors in that movie, but whatever. And then we also get into a couple different segments, including current events, and then a new one about things that happen on the day of the podcast launch. You're going to like it, and it's going to be a thing that's going to be part of of the podcast from here on out. We get into a couple different stories, we banter a little bit, and then in the end, we dedicate the end to Jesus because it is Easter week. This comes out on a Monday, Easter is this Sunday, and it's gonna be amazing. Love you, thanks for the thanks for the support. Please leave a rating on Spotify and Apple. Also a review on Apple would be appreciated. And there it is. Enjoy the episode and have a good day. Because if it ain't good, then why have it, baby? Bye. Hey, dear listeners, I do want to let you know the different ways that you can support this podcast. First, you can just follow me or Noemi on Instagram. I'm what the derf. Noemi is o.noemi3. On my Instagram profile, there's a link tree with a Venmo, my TikTok, even a P.O. box. So many different ways you can support this podcast. If you can follow us and like us on all platforms, we'd really appreciate it. We thank you for the support, the donations thus far, and we look forward to the What the Derf Show future with you. Love you guys. We could. I'm just sitting here trying to get reception. And it, I feel like all my life, I'm just like, I go to a reception. I got to put it in airplane mode, turn it, off, turn it on, and then turn it off again or whatever so it can redo the connection, T-Mobile. Freddy's grumpy. It's just annoying. And the thing is, I find myself getting pissed off because it doesn't load anything. Mm-hmm. And it, does, it, it, it says 4G most of the time. Sometimes yeah. it'll go 5G and nothing loads. It says, could it connect to the internet? It's like, dude, you're 4G. Do what you do. And then the crazy thing is I go from like a zero to nine and a half. Nine and a half. Because I'm, I'm trying to watch a praying mantis eat a fly's face. <laughs> you know? Oh for, for the dumbest thing, dude. I just, but it just pisses me off because I'm just like... Uh, the the first world problems. I'll pay money every month. It should be instantaneous and working for me. <laughs> I have something that'll cheer you up. What? <laughs> Turn that crap off. We don't do this one. We, we don't duplicate bits here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I do have to say something. What happened to my voice? You know what? I know what happened to my voice. You're sickies. No, I'm fine. We did the Easter Jam play yesterday, <clears throat> and then I sang today. Yeah, we're both a little like, uh, a little hoarse. We're just a little hoarse. So I'm sitting on the couch, and uh, I have some day-old pizza. We went to go watch that movie Fever Pitch with Huston and Henny. It was great. <laughs> At their house, and we had a, a feast of pizza and chicken wings, and I had leftover pizza. So I feel like, even though I'm a little husky, because I, I live alone, people think that I don't eat for some reason. I don't know what that means. I live alone, and people are just people like... People are always trying to give you food. Everyone's trying to give me food. It's like, I divorced. I didn't lose my job. I know, but usually wives make sure that their husbands eat 
So yeah. since there's no one taking care of you in that sense. Okay, so I'm sitting there. Or they think. Eating a chicken pizza or whatever that thing is from Mountain Mike's. Mm-hmm. In my own little world, I'm having a good time, you know? Yeah. My breathing capacity from sitting on that recliner is about 70%, but I'm good. <laughs> There's oxygen flow through all of my bodily extremities, extremities, whatever. And then I see this piece of food on the couch next to me. I wasn't 100% sure that it came from the pizza that I was eating. No. It it, it looked like it could have. It looked like it may have not. <laughs> so I do the normal me thing. And I, you ate it. I just eat it. I just ate it. I wasn't sure. There wasn't there wasn't 100% certainty that it came off of my pizza. Yeah. But I thought I thought I know a way to find out. Let me put it in my mouth and swallow it. And then it did was come it from the safe? pizza. It, it was, was safe. safe. It came from the pizza. Okay, it wasn't like a raisin or something. And honestly, that'd be like a delightful, you know, surprise. It'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> delightful surprise. You know what I did one time? What? I was on my couch. What? I was on oh, my I got, couch. I, I got one better than you, but go ahead. And then I was eating, I think I was eating fruit, like grapes or something. Yeah. And... I was eating them out of a bowl. I was watching TV. This was last year, last summer. And then I thought I had dropped something because I felt something like kind of squishy next to me. I didn't care to look at it. I grabbed it. I put it in my mouth. And then I realized, oh, this is something that's been sitting here that my daughter probably chewed and spit out. It was in your mouth already. And then I said, help. <laughs> Did you swallow it? No. Oh. See, that's the thing. It was not a delightful experience at the, all. The thing is, I would have if it came from the pizza or not. I would have still swallowed it. And I'm sitting there. It was from the pizza, and I was like, mm, "Piece of garlic." But then I thought, "Dude, what is wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Uh, there, what what provoked me <clears> to make <throat> that decision?" There was one time I was driving, and, you know, for whatever reason, I order mcdonald's and mm-hmm. i'll get some french fries and you know you just start eating right away no one waits you, no no it was it was popeyes it was popeyes or was it a different time it's a different time okay i want you to say the popeyes one too i don't remember the popeyes one you said you had fries you were eating them one fell you picked it up and it wasn't the fry that you dropped it was a fry that you got the time Ruining before <laughs> I'm, sorry. Story. I'm sorry <laughs> You're like a little kid. You're ruining, mama. <laughs> You're ruining that, mom. <laughs> You're like a little kid. Jeez. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> punchline was just thrown out there by Noemi. You know, try to do a little bit. I'm just like, yeah, I happened at McDonald's. She's like, nah, what? And did that happen at Popeye's? <laughs> Did it happen at Popeye's? Excuse me, I did not talk that way. <laughs> Hold on. Did it happen at Popeye's? The, the place wouldn't have mattered. It would have. The story would have been the same. You told Popeye's after. I didn't even finish the story. But there you go. I reached down. Wasn't the fry from the order. It was a fry from a long time ago. I still ate it. Punchline. <laughs> it's because I remember that one because you made a TikTok about it. Yeah, but it's a... Do you remember a, that? 
that experience was the same experience. But I'm on the fly right now, and I just picked McDonald's because everybody knows McDonald's. Everybody's like, I said McDonald's fries, and people driving along right now could smell them. They could taste them. They're living with me in that experience. I said Popeyes, and some people are just like, oh, I, really, I really don't care for Popeyes. Or there's no Popeyes near me. I don't really know what the big deal is about the chicken sandwiches. I didn't want to take him down that journey. What? Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the What the Derf Show. <clears throat> this is episode 25. We're 25 episodes in. This is season 1.1. We did a little preseason. And now we're a quarter of the way to 100. <clears throat> and before we get into our random, silly little segments, I just, I just, I just want to, I just want to tell you, dear listener, thank you for listening. <laughs> You're so beautiful. That's all. That's for Eric. <laughs> Eric, Eric, no. Eric, I mean, I mean, if you want to be beautiful, you can be beautiful, but you know, you're, you're a handsome man. But we really got into Jamie's brain in that conversation we had with him. And yeah. Eric is a guy at church. Jamie is his wife, his spouse, his significant other. Okay. <laughs> and she starts talking, right? And, dude, she's a movie buff. She is. She's one of us. She's one of us, yeah. And she starts talking. And then I was like, They're okay. hilarious because she likes everything. And what about, what about, what about Eric? He just... He so doesn't like participates. Anything. No, he doesn't not like or like it. He participates. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like he's it's great. Jamie's on the roller coaster with her hands up. Eric just has his hands on the rail, doesn't smile when the flash happens to the camera. <laughs> but he's participating. But he's like, I'm here. I'm here. I like that he he like he's there with her, you know? They yeah. went to Forks, Washington, because yeah. she's a She's a Twilight person. Twilight buff. Like he's like, heck yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, so he's participating. So he's not yeah. with his hands he's up. Awesome. But he says, my my wife loves this roller coaster. <laughs> so I'll get out. I'll get on it with her. So these are per- these people are personal to us, but they go to our church, and Eric and Jamie, they they have been supporters since day one. Yeah. Day one, which is why Eric, our friend, is going to be the first guest on this podcast, and then we're going to go guests from there. Um, some guests that we do have lined up are three three of my uh, TikTok friends, and they are Jokes by Jay, TikTok and Mama, and Nikki Jabs. All of them have hundred hundreds of thousands of followers, and and it's pretty awesome because they're, they're big TikTokers, and so that's something to look forward to. And then we're gonna have we're gonna keep lining up people, okay? Uh, that would be relative to this podcast, you know, that would fit with us, that would vibe with us. Um, so Jamie, who part of me is just like, dude, we got to get pick her brain for movies. But then she also does the thing that you do, mm-hmm. Jamie, Eric's wife, where she'll she'll find something that she likes, a movie. And, and she watches a bunch of Over and over and over and over. She said, like, oh, I watched Twilight. Like, I didn't say words. I didn't cook. No, when she, was, when she was reading it. Oh, reading Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. So she just she just read all the books. And then what's the one? Um, what's the one anything. that she she watched? It was the play that she liked and watched it over and over. She said she even listened to the soundtrack. Hamilton. Oh my gosh. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. I love Hamilton. Hamilton. See, Freddie doesn't like Hamilton. Uh, no. Go ahead. Go. You. 
you don't. So I don't know what it is about it because it has everything that you could possibly like. It's got good music. It's got good lyrics. None of the songs are meaningless. They all mean something. They're all saying something. And it's uh, it's about history. And he did have Lin-Manuel Miranda. I was reading about it. He did take some like creative um what is it called freedom on the on the story to to make it a little bit more entertaining but he was pretty strict about the facts the story the facts and storyline yeah so if you I, don't know, I appreciate that as hamilton, a history buff hamilton is a broadway production by what's the guy's name lin manuel miranda about alexander hamilton who also wrote and it's a musical and he wrote the songs for encanto and turned it into his own honestly it was the story with some flavor. Like that's what it was. It was some it was the story with some flavor. Yeah. They, what Noemi saying is they didn't alter the story like Cool Runnings did. Cool Runnings is about the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. I rewatched that, I love that to movie. see if it held up or holds oh. up. It holds up, but then I, I Googled it. I was like, How much is this is true? You know? Is John Candy <laughs> really a cheater? I look it up and you know how it wasn't even a website that gave the facts. It's the Google so when you Google something, you'll get mm-hmm. website references. But if there's an answer right away, Google will answer. That's just a Google answer. All right. It said that only 1% of that movie is true. And that's that they were in the Olympics and they crashed. Wow. Yeah. It's garbage, dude. What? So Hamilton, it's 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 good. It's good. But but according to Noemi, because she's the one that did the research, this is her thing. Okay, this, this is, is thing. this is what her and people like Jamie um, do. <laughs> yeah, they'll just binge watch it, listen to the the songs from a movie. Yes, you know, never did I. Okay, that's a lie. No, because I love the soundtrack. Well, no, I don't love the soundtrack. I love like three songs from Rent. You know, but okay, I feel like you're trying to be. Like, I don't like that kind of... You like all that stuff. You're not a normal guy. No, The Greatest Showman was cool. And part of... Hamilton part of was the appeal, Part of the appeal of you is that you enjoy the same things that I do. Hamilton and you enjoy, was too long. Yes, okay, so you wouldn't wear it. You wouldn't wear it. You wouldn't watch it again, but you enjoyed it. You liked it. You got hyped on parts. You liked it. Right, the music is good. I, I like the, the concept. Lyrics. I like the the music, but after a while, it was just like, you know, like it was too much. Like it was, it was like the consistently same the same over and over. I guess and over again. I, I I disagree with that, but I could see why you would feel that way. So we're like Rent is just like when I look into your eyes. I've never seen Rent. You were the song all along. Oh, that was clean. And before, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> okay. Let, let's voice. let's stop it there. <laughs> stop there. You you should have just said the little part. That song ends. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I lost. So one I sang Graves to Garden today. Come on. I love Hamilton very much. I love the actors in it. Yeah, I think they're great. Lin Manuel Miranda is actually a really, really good song composer i don't know if that's what you call them yeah sure so before i get into hamilton really quick side note about lin-manuel miranda really cool fact that most of you probably don't know unless you're a big fan of his who does he play he plays hamilton he plays hamilton Hamilton. not for not anymore but 
in the, the Disney production. The, no, the in the original. original. He's he's part of the original cast. Okay. okay. So they've gone through different casts. Got it. Since uh, they've been performing performing it for six years. So can you imagine doing that for six years straight? Okay. So he was asked what his inspiration was for Encanto, like the songs. And he was saying that his favorite Disney movie with the soundtrack is The Little Mermaid, which we love The Little Mermaid. And his favorite song in The Little Mermaid is Under the Sea. Because whose is it? And he said, there was one song in Encanto that I wanted to write um, based on that song, like use part of the melody of Under the Sea. Yeah. And if you remember... How do you? What's the song? Under the sea. Oh yeah. Under the sea. The seaweed is always greener. No, 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 but not that part. <laughs> down where it's wetter. No, yeah. What? Down where it's wetter. Na, 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 na. Take it from me. Up na, on na, the shore, they okay. save away. So get Out this. Out in the sun, they work all day. Okay. While we devoting full time, we floating under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Okay, Dude, th- thank you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> thank you. Hey, I'm your wingman right now. <laughs> Okay. I got you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> go. Okay, so he said he wanted to, to use part of that melody in one of the songs of Encanto, and it was none other than Dos Oruguitas, which is which is the song that the the they sing when they do the flashback of the grandparents, oh, okay. and it says, "Ay Oruguitas." No se aguanten más, hay que crecer, a partir volver, hacia adelante seguirá, under the sea. So under it's the, the same sea. melody. Tambo, it's better, no, 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 take it from me. Yeah, so it's the same melody, and it's it's crazy because it's kind of a melancholy song in the beginning. But then it gets into and when all it, the, the and, magic happens. Well, it, it's, it's, a, it's a song of sadness, but it's of hope. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool. And it's something that my sister Lizzie told me about. And now I can't unhear it. And it makes me love that song even more. So Lizzie's the cool sister that likes Encanto, right? Yes. Ruth hates Encanto. Yeah, I was going to say, which sister doesn't like Encanto? My sister Ruth. Okay. (laughs) So Hamilton. Who hates Encanto? (laughs) Encanto got 99.9 on Rotten Tomatoes. That point one, your sister. Yeah, <laughs> that boy would. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty cool. I lo- I really love that movie, and I love that song, and that's the my best. That's the best part of that. But I really enjoy the hidden, almost like Easter eggs in Easter Hamilton. Eggs. Yeah, I like all the hidden meanings too. Oh, well, Easter eggs is like something you could see. It could but be both in Hamilton, and I don't. I don't know if I've told you about this. I always try to tell you. Sometimes he'll zone me out, you know, because I'll talk about Hamilton all the time. I I find a way to bring it up. <laughs> but so there's a part. I don't know if you remember. You've only watched it once. Only once. Um, The girl that plays the bullet. She is the bullet. It's the girl that when Aaron Burr, he he points his gun and she like it's almost like she pulls it out. And she shows where the where the bullet goes exactly through yeah. the stage. Okay. So they do a lot of foretelling without 
letting the audience know. So in the yeah. very first song of Hamilton, it's called Alexander Hamilton. And they're talking about him going from the island of, look, I think it's something Croy, something Croy, to America. And you can tell he has a very small interaction with that actress that plays the bullet like he's playing with death. And it foretells because throughout throughout the the play, the play, they have small interactions like she's waiting for him. Almost like the what is it what is that thing called? The Grim uh, Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. Okay. So it's very like subtle hints, but he said he did it on purpose because there was a lot of time a lot of different times when he was in danger, he could have died many times. So yeah. she's she was always lingering throughout the 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 production or the skit, whatever play. That's, I didn't know that. Isn't that cool though? That is cool. like how he did that. It's like small stuff, but and then um another thing that I like about it is the way that he uses that he used light on the stage. Yeah. That he used light to show sadness and chaos and and war and all these different things and he used it in different ways and different colors of light it's actually really cool yeah Anyways, he used a lot of like off blues yeah for the melancholy yeah. and then even just for like the debates i noticed that too it was always just a uh, an off-white yeah just like an off-white neutral, and when he, yes and neutral. when he's when he was angry when he talks yeah. about Jane, um john adams yes he goes john you fat Something, something. I'm not gonna say it because it's a bad word. And he throws the books down, and the, the lights are the light is red, and it's cr- like it looks like the lights are crashing into each other. Yeah. Because he's mad, and I really like how he used that. Because the lights were almost like another character. It gets me excited, almost like for drama group. Yeah. It gets me excited. Yes. She also has crushes on uh, Thomas Jefferson. <sighs> no, I don't. It's okay. I don't. Okay. <sighs> I want you to have a crush on him. That lets me down. I don't need no gray area. He's a cool guy. I need no. handsome. So you have a crush on him? No. Then no, what does that mean? You friend zone this hypothetical person? No, it's well, not, not that hypothetical. I, I didn't friend zone him. You know who I like? George Washington. No. What? <laughs> John Lawrence. Who's John Lawrence? John Lawrence, the one that dies. And then he turns and he's like, he also plays Hamilton's son. That kid? Yeah, he's That's not a your kid. Crush. Yeah, I love him. That's your a, crush. He has a beautiful voice. That's your crush. The one that goes, rise up when you're living on That's your knees. That's your crush. You rise up when you tell your sister that. Buster Rhymes did that song a lot better. I'm just saying. One of these colonies gonna rise Okay, up. I'm done with that. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> But he's your crush. Yeah, he's the only one that I was like, I'm like, um, yeah, he's handsome. The other ones are like, they're cool, you know. I just like how they rap. Like David Diggs, David Diggs, Thomas Jefferson slash David Diggs. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson slash Lafayette. He is. I'm not like I. I, mean, I don't think he's attractive. I just think he's a really good rapper. I need two seconds to process <laughs> information. <laughs> I told you this before. But no, and See, then I don't, also I don't, George Washington does have a beautiful voice, but he's not attractive. The dude looks yoked. I don't not approve of this crush because of jealousy. He does. No, that's not the reason I don't it approve is. of this. I don't approve of this crush because he's not crush worthy. <gasps> How just dare like, you? Just like Tom Hardy. That's not, 
That's not jealousy. What? He's not crush worthy. You just think you think I have weird taste. So what does that say about you? <laughs> You're different. You're different than the others, though. Is that I'm all you wanted to teasing. say about Hamilton? No, but we'll save it for another time. <laughs> That's good. She also bought me a Hamilton. Uh, How many? Wa- oh, sorry. George Washington. <laughs> How many? <laughs> she also bought me a George Washington Funko Pop from Hamilton. I did. And I bought Thomas Jefferson. No, I didn't get you George Washington. Oh, no, no. You got me King George. I got you King George. Do, the da, 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 da. do it. Do it. Oh. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Okay. Because it's much harder when it's all your cold, all alone. Do you have okay, a crush on King George? No. Olaf? No, he's not Olaf. He's Kristoff. Or Kristoff. And Sven. No. No, who's Olaf? I thought that was Olaf. No, Olaf is... Uh, is that Josh Gad? Josh Gad, My yeah. bad. Okay, whatever. Come on, dude. And he's also um, Agent Smith in the new Matrix. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. He's also married to a man. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's gay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Groff. Yeah, he's cool. He's a handsome man, but I, I don't, I'm not like that. What do, what do I feel let down? I don't know. <sighs> we're going to go on a 10. He's upset. <laughs> we're going to go on a 10 minute uh, break. Shut uh, up. We're going to do a potty break and Process. possibly get a, get a glass of water. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> events nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased <laughs> i have two. Oh, um welcome back from that break um i feel you guys didn't have a break i feel a lot better now oh i know you had a 30 second break of the if, if you need to use the anchor app to use your podcast blah, 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 blah. that's the only paid advertising we have so we're gonna we're gonna use anchor it please makes it more easier than ever <laughs> <laughs> you know what I know it's the same ad in every episode. That's the only paid advertisement that we have yeah. right now. And I feel like it sounds legit. It does sound good. But you're like good at stuff like that. You are very articulate. Maybe. You are. It's a good thing. It's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a good year. That's a good year. I hope that everybody that listens to the podcast starts saying that. It's a good year. That's a good year. That's a good year. Which the next little segment after this one... That's a that's that's a that's, that's, that's what it should be called. Huh? That's, that's a good year. No, that's a good day. That's, that's a, a that's a good day. <laughs> okay, but this segment is a curdy bit. Nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased. And oh I gosh. have two. Mommy doesn't <laughs> have any. We're gonna do a new segment after this one. And yeah. number one. So this is the second one coming out of Florida, specifically Miami. Okay. Do you remember the uh, oh, yeah. the peacock one? The flamingo. Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Oh, yes, the peacock problem. Wait, did the flamingo escape from Florida too? No, I think it was Missouri or something like no, that. No, it did escape from Florida. <gasps> Florida is where it's happening. Dude, we should just have a segment called <laughs> Florida. Florida's where it's happening. <laughs> Florida's where it's happening. Maybe. It's popping. It's popping in Florida. So we previously did one of the current events about peacocks that, you know, were roaming the place. There's just mm. too, an overabundance yes. of peacocks. Right. This one. Is it another animal? Is another animal. <gasps> Into your, into your bathroom, babe. 
I can't wait to listen to that over. So I don't know if we're going to keep this on there. <laughs> but a mouse just ran across the room. <laughs> I'm scared. And Noemi legit just said, she said, I thought I was going to die. I thought it was a tarantula. It wasn't a tarantula. I thought I saw my life flash before my eyes. It okay. was, it's been an interesting life. All right, well, let's get back. Let's let's get back on on the track here. Let's get back the to the nitty gritty. Okay, I'll, I'll buy some mouse traps or whatever. Dang it! I don't want. I don't want to get off this chair. Okay, stay there forever. So, <laughs> in Florida, there are iguanas. Okay. Okay. Wild iguanas. Oh yeah. All right, a lot. Yeah. Perfect evi- perfect environment for I them. Know this. It's I human. Know this it's good. All right. Yeah. And at night, occasionally it gets under 40 degrees. And what happens to the iguanas <laughs> is that they freeze. Yes. And the best part is that sometimes they're hanging on stuff and, and they then they just they fall off and people walk by and there's just these iguanas laying they they appear to be dead on their back like this. Just frozen. And the, <laughs> There, there's That's no, so sad. It's not an article for it. It's a video. <laughs> and in the video, the dude says, he goes, the iguanas aren't dead. They're just, um, they're frozen. So they're just waiting for it to warm oh. up for them to, he uses these words, to thaw out. That's what oh. he says. You know what? I've actually seen that before. Not with iguanas. So when I was a kid. With the blue belly I was, lizard. I was a very precocious kid. You okay. know, all right. Um, I was interested in all things science. All right, but not mouse, mice, apparently. I don't do rodents. Okay. So, I actually remember because I lived in Salinas, California. Salinas is always overcast; it's always cold. I don't know what it's like now because I know like weather changes and all that stuff. But when I was growing up, it was always cold, and I remember seeing a lizard. Like there was a lizard that was that was on a rock one time, yeah, and it was in the sun. And then it uh, that same one we were watching it for a while, and it was a cold day, so we noticed that it kept going trying to go where the sun was at, and then it would go into the shaded area, and it would just freeze. It looked like it would die, and it and it tipped over one time, and we thought like, what the heck? I think it was one of my uncles that was like, yeah, because they're cold blooded, they need heat to be able to function. Yeah. So they rely on outside heat to warm up their blood. That's crazy, huh? I think women are reptiles. What? <laughs> Reptilian? cold-blooded. That's oh, what it is. Oh, man, cold-blooded. It is a video, and that one's a little short, but in Florida, yeah, there are iguanas that freeze when it goes under sub-40 degrees. <laughs> I think freezing temperature is 38 degrees. No, thirty-two degrees. One of those. I don't know. One of them. Above I didn't five, know. So. I didn't know Florida can get that cold. I guess I don't know. Yeah, because you know it's like a. I mean, it might as well be an almost an island. You know, there's yeah, water on all sides. Yeah, the, a lot of beach town type thing. But and then usually, um, well, no, maybe where's Miami? I don't know. I think it's way in the bottom. The bottom? Yeah, I want to say it's in the bottom. I don't know. When it gets sub 40 degrees, I don't know. Yeah. But it it happens on occasion, I guess. But it happened a lot this past year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think I saw it on TikTok or something. Yeah, it did go viral on TikTok. Oh, okay. As did this next one. So, this one. The headline says, Pole dancer 
goes viral after being booked to perform at a senior center. What? <laughs> yeah. What ended up happening is a pole dancer has gone viral after she was booked to perform at a senior citizen center. So the senior citizens voted on this. Okay, because you have, I guess, extracurricular day, you know, their day is planned out. And it's like, hey, what do you guys want to do? And some of them are just like, <clears throat> let's do some pole dancing. They book it. And, oh, like a class. Yeah, like a class. Okay. It wasn't entertainment. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, just come pole dance. And That's the, why I was looking at you like the like, Do you what? think the old people were throwing dollar bills at them? No. <laughs> no. It was a class, like a yoga class. Oh, okay. So there's there's a so after this I lady she goes through her routine or whatever, there's a bunch of these senior citizens that go up and trying it with her. Mm-hmm. And it went viral on TikTok. And uh <laughs> same. It went viral on TikTok and there are other like senior citizen, I don't know, what are they? Homes? I don't say homes, homes, whatever, that have have commented on it and said this is actually a really good idea. Nursing homes. Nursing homes. That it's a good idea. It just, it's a good idea to change it up, you know, because I mean, you're probably thinking they're doing bingo, color night, jazz dance. Color night. I don't know, you know, it just, just whatever. And yeah. Like stationary activities. Stationary. Could you imagine just to get them active? Yeah. Because who wants That's to go? Cool, could you call? Because old people know what's happening. Stay active so you live longer. Okay. Right. So we're just gonna go for a walk. Could you imagine if a pole dancer comes in and they're just like getting at it? I like don't. If, I don't think it has to be pole dancing. They could do other things. Okay. The stigma on pole dancing is saying that it's provoc- provocative because that's what the dancers do that do it. With not so much clothing on, right? That's that's the stigma on it, okay? So they wear the same thing as someone who does gymnastic wears. Yeah. And the the moves. No, I'm just saying because they would get like, what if they're holding on the elderly and they fall? They're they could, not, they could no, break something. They're obviously not going to do anything close to what the girl does, but they just get on obviously. it. Obviously. It probably gives them serotonin and makes them feel young again and makes them not feel old. The last thing you want to do is. It's probably it, funny too. Could so you imagine it, feeling old at an old people's home? And then yeah. you get a pole dancer. And then like my like my grandma's there, like let's say she was there and just clapping away. That would make me happy. It's like, no, grandma, no pole dancers. You're doing B35. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just yeah, saying. I see what you're saying. I don't know. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. That's good. That's good. That's good. You're defending pole dancers. It's kind of weird. I'm not defending pole it's, dancers. It's weird. Okay, that's all the current events that I have for the day. <laughs> for the day. For the week. And we're going to try something new. And Noemi uh, is just going to take it away. So he got he got the idea because last week was my birthday when we recorded the podcast. And I wanted to talk about things that happened on the day I was born. So yes. that made the wheels turn in Freddie's brain. And he said, that was actually really entertaining. And it's kind of cool that, like, what happened in the past on yeah, this day? Yeah, on that day. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, this one is not from a specific year. Like, I wanted to know what happened on in 1992 on my birthday. This one is just 
any any year but on april 11th because we're recording this not on april 11th but we're releasing it on that day yes so we want you guys to feel like oh that happened on this day like it's the anniversary or whatever and what i found (laughs) is actually really funny so how many how many do you have i don't have a count oh okay just go for it let's do it on this day in history that's a good day that's a good day (laughs) okay first the very first thing that popped up is this day in history april 11th 1814 all right during the napoleonic wars napoleon was facing an invasion of france by forces bent on his overthrow and pressed by his own officers officers so at on this day in 1814 napoleon was fighting to stay on top and they were trying to overthrow him napoleon so he was stressed napoleon bonaparte oh okay Got it. I was just making sure we're talking about Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. That's a good gear. Good gear. All right. <laughs> so he was stressed on this day. Okay. <laughs> and I know, okay, I'll talk about it after this. Today is actually also National Safe Motherhood Day. National Safe Motherhood. Yes. It is observed on April 11th every year to create awareness about maternity facilities lactating women and also for proper health care given to women what is what is what what do you mean by lactating women uh breastfeeding i've I've, move along (laughs) yeah it's just proper um proper medical care for women that's what i was getting at. i didn't know what question i needed to ask yeah which so i think you missed the first part of it maybe create awareness about maternity facilities proper facilities proper health care given to women proper health care yes that's what it is it's also fun fact you don't want to know where my brain went i know (laughs) fun fact it's also national pet day today so make sure you hug your pet get them a special (sighs) treat today which makes sense that that mouse came out (gasps) shut up (laughs) gross all right anyways Also, celebrity birthdays. Celebrity birthdays? That you've never heard of before. Okay. Maybe a few. Okay. Actor Joel Gray. He's 89. Happy birthday, Joel. And also actor Louise Lasser is 82. Happy birthday, Louise. Uh, Peter Rygart. He comes out in Animal House. He's 74. And this one sounds familiar. I know. I've seen the show. Law and Order SVU. Have you ever watched it? Sure. Do you know who Bill Irwin is? No. He, I think he's one of the main characters. Anyways, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Bill. And he's going to be 71 this year. It's a good year. That's a good year. Um, okay. <laughs> so, April 11th. Okay, so this is, this is what's <laughs> going on right here. All right? This, this doesn't really carry over for the listener's ear because... She's holding back a laugh this whole time. <laughs> For this And thing. the first three, like the birthdays, that's not funny. You know, I was getting ready to laugh for Napoleon. Didn't laugh. That's why I was kind of thrown off. And then she said about breastfeeding, breastfeeding women or lactating women. Not funny, but she keeps chuckling in between. <laughs> because I know she's sitting there in anticipation 
waiting to say this last <laughs> it's one. It's probably not even going to be funny, but I think it's so funny. So here it is. If you heard, like, why is she laughing? This is why. I could see the excitement in her eyes right now. All right? No, I mean, take it away. This starts off. There's no begin, like, there's no cute way to go into it. Okay. But as per the world, April 11th is officially considered the most boring day ever. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh, I laughed so hard when I read it. I was like, what the heck? What the heck that's, that's what you've been laughing at? Yes. Okay. I, okay. I, I find pleasure in the simple pause, things in life. Pause. When we do a podcast episode, <sighs> I'm thinking of stuff all week and I'll kind of put notes and stuff like that on my phone. And then before we do it, <laughs> we get organized and we're like, okay, what segment are you going to do? This is a good segment. How about this segment? And then she, she does her thing and I do my thing and we're both sitting there in silence. <laughs> Occasionally you'll hear a, <laughs> that'll be a good one. <laughs> Just oh, yeah, like little, we, little we chuckles. We said it even in like different areas. Little, little chuckles here and there. And then she loses her mind laughing. <laughs> no, I, it's not just that one. There's one more. And I was like, did, what What'd you find? I wanted a reaction. I wanted to do it on a podcast. I was like, okay, that's cool. You, you sound very condescending today. Everything you say is like, blah, 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 blah. It probably goes uh, goes along with it being the most boring day in the, uh, in uh, the year. Yeah. So then she says that and she takes so much delight in it. And it's the most adorable thing, but also the a big letdown at the same time. I'm like, that's it's so adorable <laughs> that you think that's hilarious. But I'm sitting here waiting to get the <laughs> I want that laugh. I'm like, <laughs> and I, I don't know get why. It. Okay, so <laughs> thank you for that. But it's a trend apparently on April eleventh. It's just boring stuff. Uh I don't know why this is up here. What? But it says, Drew Ackerman is possibly the most boring man. The 45-year-old from California is so boring, in fact. People who listen to his podcast are tipped into a state of total unconsciousness, usually within minutes of hearing his nonsensical, monstrous, monotonous, I don't know, rambling. Just monotone. Yeah. It'd be the opposite of us. I don't know why I it's there. I assume that great. people listening to this podcast, they have to turn it down, then turn it back up, and then you'll hear a, like a ah! oh, okay, you're too loud. And then turn it back up. Yeah. And it's like, hey guys, hey guys, keep it at one consistency. The oh, best thing man. is that our faces don't really leave the mics. We just change the projection. I just love well, Could you imagine if we just talk like this to help podcast? Just talk like this and give you the fun facts. Currently events that nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased. Now I'm gonna hit the button. Okay. Anyways, I was about to hit a button. Anyways, I thought it was hilarious that it just said April 11th is possibly is possibly the most boring day ever, or is considered the most. So nothing happened. Nothing happened. You know what? I a appreciate good, that a good day. Church service happened. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. So, Noemi and I, and uh, our good friend pianist Alyssa, we went to the um the flea market on friday night yes it was bomb and I, we haven't been in so long and what it is it's like friday nights in in los baños california you know friday nights that's where you'll find us los baños Actually, california no, because we never go that was the first that was time. <laughs> the first time i've been like in 10 years maybe yeah maybe 10 years i don't even long know time. It's, it's been a while we're going to the fair too 
And um, look for us at the fair. We go and we went there like late. We went late, yeah. And they were they were giving away food. They were going like the buy one get ones, a two for this, whatever. You know, let's get. We're trying to get rid of it. We don't want to take food home. All right, we want to make every dollar. And I get a churro. And I go. The girl over there. gives them an extra one. She gives me an extra one. I told Mommy she was thirteen years old. She's no, like, nah, she... she's twenty. Yeah, she was older. She was flirting with you. And she gave me it's an cool. extra churro. All right, it wasn't churro. because it wasn't because of me. Uh-huh. It was because. They were closing, and they had about 19 churros left, and I bought one. And she looks at me, and she's like, give me an extra one. <laughs> you didn't even share with me. He was so happy walking to the car. He okay, was, with two he churros. Was just, he was just trotting along, having a great time. Okay, you put two churros in your hands and tell me how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> churros are great, sure. So her and Alyssa are talking. And I don't even know if this will carry over the podcast. What did I just say right now? Podcast. I don't know. podcast. I don't even know if this will carry over in a podcast, but whatever. Uh, Lisa and her are walking, and they're talking. This girls just you know, whatever, just talking. <laughs> That's how we sound. Well, sometimes <laughs> I hear it, and I'm just like, "What are you guys talking about?" Okay, pause. We went to Huston and Henny's house the other day. Me and Huston. You guys stayed quiet the whole time. Actually, quiet? no. You guys were talking about baseball the whole time. But we were watching YouTube baseball clips from old times. Yeah. Occasionally giving some feedback here and then. Yeah. But both just enjoying it. You yeah. And, you and Miss Henny were talking for like, I'm just sitting there. We were talking about deep stuff. I was like side eyeing you. Like, who has that much to talk about? Huston, press play on the next video, bro. Anyways. That's what we did, okay? Boys are weird. And the girls are just sitting there engaging. I'm like, whoa, too much. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. So they're talking away, and I'm sitting there with double fisting my churros. And then I hear, he's not even listening. I hear that, you know. I was saying something about him. And I was just like, what? You're not even listening. And this is my response. To me. Instantly. Because I had a, a caramel-filled churro. And she says, you're not even listening. And I said, well, you're not filled with caramel and covered in cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> you're so dumb. But I respected it. I immediately went, true. And then I turned around and I kept, just talking, kept talking to Alyssa. I, just, I, I was just into my churro. He was looking at it with such passion. The way that Rose looks into... Jack's eyes when they're doing the dance down under in the like in the in the car. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> sure, <laughs> actually, yes. Yeah, when they they're looking into each other's eyes, that's how he was looking at his churro. It just it was just such a good time, and he was all giddy. It was such a good time. <laughs> goes, you know, he's walk, he's walking along, having a great time. We're leaving. Everybody's putting stuff away, and he's just enjoying. He's looking at his churro while he's eating his churro. They're just so practical. Like he's he's looking at it. He's all. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> you, know, you know what the crazy thing is? The, it's pretty good. The crazy thing is. The crazy and he goes, thing is. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. He's looking right at it. Right. <laughs> he's, he's got two. I'm like, he's going to share with me. Didn't share with me. But he's chewing. Do you guys smell that? <laughs> Do you guys smell that? 
And then between chews, <laughs> between chews, he goes, you, you don't smell that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it smells like fish. This, this is a good churro. I said it smells like a dead Hold body. Hold on, you, you ruined it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Keep going, keep going, please keep going, please keep going. <laughs> no, you already said it. I said, I said it smelled like a dead body. Like, I was getting to it. Jeez, we're done. We're done with the podcast. Bye, guys. My gosh. I had the perfect setup. Why did you do that? Do what? I didn't know I did anything. You did it. It's all right. Anyways. <laughs> it was funny because he was into his churro and then he paused to tell me that it smelled like a different Because body. something to smelled. Me, to me, it smelled like like the food from the day in the cans and then it was really hot. So it heated up and they were taking him out. So the juices of the meat that have been heated up all day, it smells gross. There's It's mixed with fish and it's Friday and they're still in Lent until Easter for Catholic people they're still in Lent so on Fridays they have they make sure that they have like shrimp and fish available for them oh Lent you know what I, I forgot all about that yeah so that that's why that's why I think it smells like that the podcast is not over it's almost over okay <laughs> but there's one thing I want to share too I'm so mad at him for ruining I, my I joke had, <laughs> I had um, we had uh, a China Chinese restaurant today we had Chinese food um, and we, there was like a, there was a disagreement and what I, I was, I was bringing up something. Oh, like, today. Yeah. That she didn't want me to talk about. And I did it twice. You did it twice. I did it twice. In less than 24 hours. All right. But it was in a playful <laughs> way how we always do. And then she got <laughs> emotional about it. It okay. was something that she was, it's okay to say insecure about, right? Yeah. Okay. She was insecure. But I brought it up to people, and me and her are always joking about each other. Yeah, always. I joke okay. about his marriages. Yeah, and usually I'm not. I'm over it sometimes and he too. He jokes about the just, way that I always miss. Uh, just, just jokes, right? Yeah. And then she, she, she gets a little emotional at the Chinese restaurant, which is perfect timing because we're about to order food. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm just like, he didn't know what to do. She's crying. Like I'm one second, I'm like, huh? What kind of pot stickers am I gonna get? <laughs> you know, listen to me. <laughs> and then the waitress is like, "Are you guys you ready, guys to, ready order? to order?" And I go, "We're gonna need a couple of our bad ads." <laughs> <laughs> what's What's wrong, sugar fat? <laughs> it. You just didn't hear me. You should know. You should know, ladies. No, I said you knew. You no, knew that I and he was pretty like, much How did I thing. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't something know. something that you need to know, ladies. <laughs> if you didn't verbalize it with your man, do not say you knew. Or do not say you should Guys know. can't take a hint. You have to tell them. I go I go, baby, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I, baby, I didn't baby. know. Give me your hand. And then she's like. <laughs> he literally did that. I said, I said, give me your hand. She's like, yeah. Give me your hand. And I wasn't even yeah. crying because he did it there. I was crying because I remembered that he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was emotional. I had to let out. Was, it was built up, right? I, I so, let just let give it me out. your hand. You should have known. 
you should have known. And like, I didn't know. You shouldn't know. I said, okay, grab that pepper shaker. <laughs> and worsen. This was after he apologized. I apologized. I said, grab and he was that. like, I'm so sorry. I'm I said, so grab sorry. that pepper shaker, okay? We're at a restaurant. And we're sitting at a booth. And I said, put it, hold it, but put it underneath the table. And she goes, okay. I was like, you have it. I was like, yeah. I was like, but I can't see it. And I was like, now put that pepper t- pepper on the table. And I was like, and she does it. I was like, now I see your pepper, girl. You got to put it on the table. <laughs> You're so dumb. He gives me metaphors. But, He's like, baby, you got to tell me. I don't know if you don't tell me. Yeah, and I was like, I was I don't know if you have pepper you. unless you put the pepper on the table. You okay? Gotta, he says, please, please. Put the pepper on the table. Yeah, please. So I, I did. Can see I it. did. So yes. I looked in their dentist. I looked in the windows of her souls. Oh, baby. <laughs> you got to put the pepper on the table. <laughs> that way I know. That way I know. So, yeah. uh, ladies, put the pepper on the table. Yeah. Because if not. Because I freaked him out with my tears. I didn't freak you out. He was just like, what? Just threw me off. No, you you felt really bad. I did feel bad because I hurt your feelings. He's still even now because right before we started recording, I gave he's her like, a hug. he's like, I really didn't mean, I really didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> this could be a long podcast today. No, it's not. This is perfect timing. Okay, cool. Because we had to cut out so much. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I can't God. stop saying it. Damn it! <laughs> if I say that outside of this podcast, I'm done. <laughs> We made it to 25 episodes, guys. Uh, the podcast is canceled. Why? No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Jeez. Oh. Okay, so this... I don't know what you're saying right This now. podcast is coming out the Monday prior to Easter. So this is our Easter podcast. Yes. All oh, right. it is. So, Dang it. If you want to just end there and go about your day... <laughs> go for it, bro. Go about your day. You heard, you heard the good stuff. The nitty gritty. But, but now we're we're gonna we're gonna get into a little We're gonna get into more good stuff. But it's your choice if you wanna hear it or not. We wanna be here. But we're just gonna we're gonna give a little bit about what we do, why we do it, and what it's done for us in the kingdom of God. Yes. All right. It's not gonna be crazy serious, but this is just our little personal testimonies. Um so I don't know what you wanna call it. Just just hit a button. Hit a button. <laughs> Easter. <laughs> Why'd you say it's so Mexican? Easter. <laughs> Easter. I hate when I laugh that hard and don't breathe. Have you not realized I, I have had diarrhea since Easter? That's how you said it. Easter. This one's dedicated to Jesus. All right, so, Noemi. Yes. Okay, what, what, so. What, what, what do you do... We go. To, we both go to church, so we're we're supposed to worship God with our time, talent, and treasure. Right. Those three things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what do you do? Why do you do it? And what does it do for you? Okay. So, I spent many years uh, lost in my own head, and with a very twisted perception of what God was, or who God is. And so once I came back to church, I really, and this is going to sound really deep, um, 
But I really came back to life. There's this song that I keep listening to um, by Maverick City Music. It's called Grave Clothes. Have you ever have you ever listened to it? I haven't heard that one. No. Okay. Well, it's a really good song, and I feel like it represents what I've what I feel or what I felt when I came back. That and essentially, I felt like I came back to life um, through prayer and worship and opening myself back up to the holy spirit yeah because i really felt lost and i and i i wasn't doing nothing other than things that were for myself and for i mean I, i am a mom so i was doing things for me for my daughter but mostly for me like i never i felt like i was only ever doing things that made me feel good and serving me like yeah. i was being a true consumer you know consuming Consum- you consuming were just talking about that i too. was talking about that and now i didn't know how much joy i would get from serving so i really like i really love the church that we go to because they emphasize a lot on serving if you're saved and you love christ and yeah. you believe in what he taught then you need to serve because that's what he taught. Laying down your life for someone else and giving of what you have to someone else. So for me, when I am serving in youth, when I'm serving with drama, when I'm serving with the girls that I, the youth girls that I am with on Wednesdays, a small group, through my the small group through the church, it, I feel like I'm walking in my purpose because I have my past and I have my own, my teacher was me <laughs> through the things that I went through Yeah, and, and a testimony like mine that is very specific to young girls. If I keep it to myself, I feel like I would be sinning. Just because, or not maybe not sinning, but I would be holding back so much, and I would I would definitely be asked once we get to those gates, why didn't you share what I did for you? So, so what you would be doing? So to be fruitful, yeah, and multiply is what we're here to do. Uh huh. If you were just, let's just say you were working on yourself, uh huh, and every season you grew an abundance of oranges, yeah. But you didn't. I didn't share. You didn't share parts of you that was yeah. given by God. That's a good metaphor. Everything's just going to fall to the ground and rot away. Yeah. I can't eat so it all. <laughs> what, what good does that do for you? Right. A tree doesn't eat its own oranges. Right. The tree is getting its source from something else to right. make what it was supposed to make. But trees don't crave oranges. Yeah. They make them. Oh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's... Is it a sin to me to be stagnant, to not connect, to not be fruitful and multiply? It's kind of the sin of omission. It's omission. And you're not being... It's a sin. To me, I think it is a sin. Yeah. So when I, so, so when oh, I give, sorry, when I serve, I feel like I'm also receiving. Because there's some of these kids or these people that I'm around that really 
like they don't even know sometimes that they really got me in the you know in those parts of my heart and I'm just like or things that make you reflect just by someone saying something and you're like huh and you just got to go home and just think about it pray about it you never know who's going to touch you that way yeah. um spiritually but I serve because I believe in what Jesus preached about yeah and I believe in giving and not being that person like okay what are you going to give me I'm here to be served to give it to me you know um we were called for more than that we are the we are we are supposed to spread out and give and help and shed some light you just think if if uh somebody sits down with a counselor therapist or psychologist mm. there'll there'll be you know instructions or suggestions to maybe start a gratitude journal yeah there'll be suggestions to start gardening to plant mm -hmm. to go volunteer to go give your time to something that's bigger than you and this is without yeah. god in the picture mm -hmm. to give yourself purpose so what is it so there's something there's something in the giving the gratitude and the giving your time in service to other people that is beneficial for you mm -hmm. the 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 crucial aspect of that is the balance which i'm still working on yeah the balance to make sure that you're still working on yourself because the best thing you can do for other people is to give them the best or best version of you yeah so there needs to be balance mm -hmm. there needs to be an unplug so that way you can recharge your batteries and work on you and go give some more so i i just think that that's that's what serving in 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 our church or in little community does for us yeah. with intention for righteousness. And I, I like that the church we go to gives us the opportunities. They put it right in your face. You're either going to take it or you're going to leave it. It's not required that you serve. They don't force anybody to serve, but yeah. they put it in front of you because that is our purpose in life as Christians. So they bring, they actually do that part where they bring in opportunities and either you're going to take it or you're going to leave it and you're con going to continue to be that consumer. That's what um, our pastor always says, that the church will grow only as fast as you're willing to give and serve. Yeah. And that that's it. They mm -hmm. won't overextend themselves, put themselves in debt. The church will grow as fast as you're willing to serve and give or give and serve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I have one verse to leave you guys with. So this is the verse of the day. Verse of the day. It says, Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. That's in John sixteen thirty three. I love that verse. And I saved it as a picture. I made it myself. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. He does not promise us once we follow him, our lives are going to be dandy and beautiful and bright. We live on this earth. We will have trials. We will have sorrows. But he says, take heart because I have overcome the world. So the world will do stuff to you, but I've overcome the world. So you're going to be fine. Overcame you're going to be fine. With love. Yep. Love, love. It's funny that you say that scripture because I jumped to... Psalms 42, Psalm 42. This is David. 
And this right here, because you're talking about sorrow, you're going to have sorrow. Yep, you're going to have trials and sorrow. So this is the, the misconception or the, the, the faulty perspective of Christianity and serving, mm. is that you go to church and you're, you're putting on this, you're putting up an image of what you think a Christian should be. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Christians don't hurt, or you don't show emotion, or you don't don't show this because you put up these these walls as somebody who serves the same walls as somebody in the world does. And these walls that I'm talking about are the walls that would keep you from being being and feeling insecure. But that kind of suppresses vulnerability, mm-hmm. and to to grow, you need to be vulnerable. Yeah. Very vulnerable. Yeah. Especially like, let's just say like a, a new seedling when it goes through the germination process and then you go through the transfer, that's very delicate. And there's high risk of just ruining it because it's so delicate. It's vulnerable because of how delicate it is. But that process needs to happen for it to be a, 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 an orange tree. Yeah. I referenced it earlier. Yeah. So, these walls are put <clears throat> up to say this is how we're supposed to be perceived you know by the world and then you lose the vulnerability in saying that it's okay to be sad or you're going right. to be down right i think we also talked in the last podcast about being angry you you take away the emotion like christians aren't supposed to feel those emotions christians aren't supposed to feel those emotions I beg to differ, and you're full of crap. If you preach that, you're preaching against the word of God. Ooh. And that's caca. Uh-oh. Because you're supposed to feel emotions. Yeah. Because that's that, that's just human of us. We're human. Noemi just uh, talked about a, a scripture. And here's one that's huge to me because I went through a depression. Bad. And I get really bad anxiety sometimes. This is Psalm 42. Starting with three. My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me all day long, where is your God? Mocking him. Mm. These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to be to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior, my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of of the Jordan. The heights of the Hermon from Mount Mazar, deep calls to deep, and the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning? That's the O-U-R oppressed by the enemy. My bones suffer, suffer mortal agony. As my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. That's in the Bible. And that's like deep sorrow, deep, deep everything. So tell tell me you're not supposed to feel emotion. So why? Mm -hmm. So, hey, Fred, why do you do it? Because I do believe that if I don't serve, that I am committing the sin of omission, especially because I've been given gifts. I didn't make these gifts. I didn't create these gifts. I just have them. All right? And some gifts are greater than others. All gifts are gifts. 
Yeah. Okay. Our job here, <clears throat> our purpose here, is to spread God's love. Just like the moon spreads the light of the sun, we're supposed to spread the love of God. Without the light of the sun, the moon is just this dark void that's insignificant. The sun gives it purpose. So without God, we have no purpose. You might think you have purpose, but you don't. Mm-hmm. That's just what we believe. All right. So what is your purpose here? It's not to... So I do want to spread the love of God. But the big thing is to say, hey, it's okay to have emotions and be a Christian, to be Christ-like. Because there's emotions all over the Bible. Right. When you're dealing with sadness, anger, um, um, depression, anxiety, there's emotions all over it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel this. Let's work through them. Yeah. Let's work through them because we're imperfect creatures. Right. We almost self-sabotage. Always. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I have anxiety. I think I've told you that a couple of times when I'm not, I didn't, I don't think I used that word, but there's been times when you open up to me and I'm like, I give you kind of like a different perspective and it yeah. sometimes makes you think where I'm like, I think sometimes we can be our own worst enemy I when think we a, a overthink. A lot of times we can. Yeah. Who's the one that speaks negatively about ourselves and we it do? sticks? We do. And then we allow the words on the outside to come in. Yeah. Who puts the bad food on our mouth? Who's yeah. the ones that are staying up late on the phone not getting good sleep? Who right. isn't putting out the good work ethic to to leave you feeling like you were accomplishing the job in the day? Who is the one that says, you know what? I'm I'm not going to go to church on Sunday. You know what? I'm not going to serve. You know what? I'm just going to sit back, let all these things happen in front of me and consume and the, the light of consumerism that you're talking about the other day yeah. to where sometimes it seems like things are put together, people come and take, and then no one asks how anything was done, even though it took so much effort to do that. Who is the one that allows that to happen in your life? That's you. That's yeah. you. Yeah. So... I am here. We can be really mean to ourselves. We can be really mean to ourselves. Yeah. I'm here saying, why do I do what I do? I'm a youth leader. I sing on the worship team. I try to give a word when I can. I try to create laughs. Me and Noemi, we're, we're leading a drama group. We have vision. Are we perfect? No, I screw up every day. But I'm here to say it's okay to be imperfect. It's the effort. It's the effort. And a little little eight yeah. year old, nine year old. How old is how old is the little one with the glasses? Eight, nine? Angela's kid? I don't want to say his name. Oh, he's I think he's seven or eight. I think he's eight. I said one time at drama practice, I said practice makes perfect. And he looked up at me and says, No, practice makes progress. And that's all we're looking for. Practice yeah. makes progress. progress. Mm-hmm. All right? Practice makes progress. Yep. The greatest um shooters in the NBA miss more than half their shots. The greatest baseball hitters all time fail seven out of, seven out of ten times. And that's considered successful. Right. It's just that when, you when you're given that? the opportunity and you do have the, the get the hit, make them count. Have you ever heard of that term of um, try, fail, get up, try again, fail better? Oh, I love that. Oh, man, that's so good. Yeah, because you don't want to make the same mistakes. That doesn't mean you're not going to fail. Yeah. Just fail better next time. The people you see on TV, the the pastors you see on TV, uh, and all the good and just this 
this fabrication to only show you the good side of things, that's all fine and dandy because they're spreading positivity. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we need real. Yeah. To have connection, you need real. All right. So don't hold back. Yeah. Get to get to get to a point where you find that it's okay to to feel, to be sad. Okay, how are we gonna work through this? Am I and give God you see what David did? He said, I feel all this stuff, but God, I praise you anyway. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's David what worship was very, is. Like depressed, and, and he like, was in touch with his emotions. He was very in touch with his emotions. Yeah, yeah. And he did also made a couple of bad decisions. Yeah. So that haunted him. Yeah. And he's. He I, I, haunted, I believe wholeheartedly uh, yeah. that he was forgiven, mm-hmm. but you still got to deal with the face the consequences. And also deal with your own shame because shame comes from us. We yeah. shame ourselves. Yes, we do. So. Let's let's work through emotions as Christ-like men and women. Let's mm-hmm. work through it and know that on a day, because God, I, I feel I feel especially for me, like the spirit of Job. Whenever I'm having a bad day, it's almost like the enemy is just like, you know, what side of the what side of the pendulum is going to be on God? And God, I feel like you know what I need to be um, reliable enough for God to bet on me. Mm. To be like, hold on, hold on. The, the devil's gonna be like, he's gonna mess up. He ain't gonna give thanks to you. And I want my God, Lord and Savior, to be like, hold up, bet, dummy. <laughs> Look at this. And I'll have my bad, my worst anxiety days, bad depression, and I'll just fall to my knees and be like, I don't feel good. And my human self will tell me this wasn't the greatest day. But Lord, I love you and thank you for this day. I want, in the end of the day. I want to know that God can push, look Satan in the face, be like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to be somebody that God could count on, rely on, to bet on, wager on. Yeah. If you're still here after all that, um, I love you. <laughs> but I think that's enough podcast for one day. A little bit of longer episode, but we had to add... The Easter into it, yeah. Because what the hell are we doing this for? Yeah. Um, we'll throw in scripture every once in a while. <sighs> Did a verse of the day last week. Yeah. And uh, that's because. It was my birthday. It was. And we get to do all the things I like on my birthday. And like I said, we try to keep it clean humor. It's not that. It's not. The, we don't go against. Like if you go, if you say shit, you're not going to hell. You're yeah. not going to hell. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to create a better, um, articulate Freddie, someone that that can that can be creative mm-hmm. and that speaks words of life. Yeah. And if your tongue, which is a whole other topic, can do a lot of damage <laughs> or a lot of good. All right, your tongue yeah. is almost like cursed. I think the Bible says. And uh, and to, to kind of tame your tongue, it's it's a powerful thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, th- I think we're done podcasting for the day, though. <laughs> you said that five minutes ago. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All righty then. Well, we hope you have a good Easter, Resurrection Sunday. And I love this time of year. I love the spring. I love my birthday. And I love that we celebrate that Jesus is risen. He is not dead. He is very much alive. 
As always, guys, the Spotify ratings are going up. It's crazy. We're at a 4.9. Just drop those. There's people listening to this. So whatever you're listening on, please just give us a five stars. Just real quick. I mean, you just go and you hit a button. It's like just hit the button. Hit the five stars. You don't have to give a, a review. But it's all good love. Like we have five stars on Apple and we have 4.9 on Spotify. And I almost like teared up the other day. Like it feels good to do good. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're done though. Uh, you, anything you want to say before we get out of the podcast? No, I'm good. Thanks. <clears throat> Bye. I am Optimus Prime. And thank you for listening to the What the Derf Show. Autobots, roll out. <laughs> Stop. That was cool. Stop. <laughs> Have a good day. If it ain't good, then why have it? Oh, my God.